0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Therapy Sisters podcast. I'm Rachel. And I am Karis. And we are continuing on in our new series about boundaries. Uh, is so, boundaries. Important. so important. Yep. Okay. So last week we did an episode kind of walking through the gist of defining what they are, and talked a little bit about the four types of boundaries and kind of the fact that we thought this time of year was a really good time to talk about boundaries because lots of people have mm-hmm. just hard things to figure out with family, friends, whoever. Uh, lots so, of family too, time. Lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and it's something we hear all the time in our offices, like <laughs> having to talk about boundaries this time of year, what to do and all these mm-hmm. things. And so today we're going to move into the conversation <clears throat> about time boundaries. Yeah. Protect your time. Protect yes. your time. Cause ain't going to do it for you, so you have to do mm-hmm. it for yourself, right? You got to do it. So Karis, do you want to talk about what they are? What are time boundaries? Yeah, so when we talk about having time boundaries, we're just talking about protecting mm-hmm. your time so that you can give your energy and prioritize the things that are important to you. So, you know, we've mm-hmm. all been there, right? Where we've like mm-hmm. overcommit ourselves or, you know, we give more time to people than we do to the things that like, we really want to take care of, um, mm-hmm. for ourselves. And so we just want to talk about how to, how to like, what it looks like to set those boundaries around your time, mm-hmm. obviously why that's important and just some ways to be able to do that. Um, and I think we talked last week about how boundaries are such a, a loving thing, both for taking mm-hmm. care of yourself and then for taking care of your relationship relationships. And I think like when it comes to time boundaries, this is one where often when we, we say yes, when we would like to say no, that it ends up, we feel resentful towards whoever it is that we said yes to. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, rather than creating that dynamic within your relationships, just being able to protect your time a little bit better Mm -hmm. and know when you need to have those lines. And I think around this time of year, when we're talking about um, being around family and that sort of thing, that might look like restricting the amount of time you're spending Mm or yeah you know, only being willing to give a certain part of of a holiday Mm -hmm. or, or something like that. So, um, Mm -hmm. so let's see, what does it look like to have poor time boundaries? I would say like that overcommitment piece saying yes, when you would rather say no. Um, I would say, you know, sometimes sometimes this is within your control and sometimes it's not, but like overworking, working working too many hours. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, like saying yes to your family or to your friends or just some kind of obligation never saying no even to your children Mm -hmm. like you mentioned that last week how it's sometimes you need to practice boundaries even with our own children um and then how that feels like Mm -hmm. what are some I think we talked a little bit about that last week like when you are overextended with your boundaries how that kind of translates emotionally Mm -hmm. And I want to say too, it's not always things you feel obligated to do. Like sometimes it's you want to do it, but you just don't have capacity time wise, right? Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think sometimes or people... or or it, you have capacity time wise, but doing it means that you have We're to do over capacity. Yeah. 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 Something else. Yeah. And there's definitely times where that's necessary, right? Like there are times where people mm-hmm. you love are going through something, or your kids are sick or whatever, where you, you do, yeah, you because you to do need up. to, right? And that's when then I think reactive self-care, you know, practice self-care following after and before are important. But I think, you know, I think it's one of those things where, like, sometimes boundaries are necessary even if we don't want to because of what you just said about – because sometimes it'll push over the edge, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes there are things – like, I had something this week where I was supposed to see a friend, and we had a crazy week with sickness in our house all week long, right? And this is, like, one of my dearest friends who, like, doesn't – like life-giving 110% like it's not it's never mm-hmm. something that I leave being like oh James right she's my best friend and first her response via text was it's okay can you to cancel no big deal and my response back was no way you're life-giving and then the next thing Friday morning I texted and said can we reschedule <laughs> <I had sleep laughs> yeah. last night I haven't sick kids still today and I just I don't think I'll be able to give give you what you deserve either you know and so yeah. like, I was sad to make that call, but that was a time boundary because I knew that I needed just that space to be home. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I think that's such a good example of a healthy relationship too, where like, yeah. not only did she give that upfront permission, but like also the understanding was there when you had to, yeah. you had to do that. Yeah. Right. Uh, even yeah. though you had every intention to follow through on that time, but yeah, to your point, like if you went it probably wouldn't have been the quality time that you're looking that either of you is looking Mm -hmm. for because you're, you're tired, you're overextended, you might be distracted, you know, and, and things can change. I think we kind of mentioned this last week too, that like, sometimes you make a commitment earlier in the week, let's say like, Mm -hmm. let's say on Monday, you're like, yeah, for sure. I definitely want to go out for dinner on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then the whole week unfolds And it doesn't unfold in the way that it should or that you think it's going to. And by the end Mm -hmm. of the week, you're absolutely spent and you have no space for that dinner. And so like your boundaries sometimes need to be, (laughs) need to be put into place in those kinds of like last minute emergency Mm -hmm. sort of situations. And I know a lot of people would feel crappy about that. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, that makes me a bad friend or I'm not following through. And I'm definitely not suggesting making a habit of that sort of thing because You know, right. Then, then, then you're unreliable, right? Right. But right. I'm just, yeah. I'm just making the point, building off what you said, that like if you get to something that you had every intention to be a part of, and life has thrown a curveball, yeah, and and still following through on that is going to, you know, is going to drown you even further, or um, is going to make it impossible for you to show up the way that you would like to show up. Mm-hmm. Then it's also okay to put that in place mm-hmm. at that point in time. Yeah, no, totally. And I think, again, like the way somebody responds to that gives you a lot of information about their health too, right? Like something that, like, yeah. you clearly, you know, we've interviewed her on our podcast. She's a healthy therapist. <laughs> so her response yeah. is so healthy and affirming, right? But like, if somebody about that and doesn't understand, I think that, that that's tricky too. Like, if it gives you a lot of information about maybe the health of that dynamic and maybe not the first, maybe not just one time, but if you're seeing like a pattern of like frustration at you, you have to remember, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important to talk a little bit about like what, uh, boundaries, like how they affect you. Right. So mm-hmm. I think like, kind of we, like we talked about last week, I think it can feel like irritation and agitation, resentment, like you said, kind of a sense of overwhelm. Mm-hmm. And then I think just like a, emotion, like just frustration and blah. And so I think it's interesting because everybody's different and the way they feel it is mm-hmm. different. But I almost feel like mine is like this like physical sensation of like I just cannot do one more thing. Like I do not mm-hmm. have space for one more thing. Like it's like building up. Yeah. Like you feel it like at the surface. Yeah. Yeah. But I've I also have had clients and, and I'm sure I get this same sometimes too, who like it feels like emotion, and, like they just feel like they could cry on the drop of the hat because they're just overwhelmed by whatever's going on. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of this the agitation and resentment that I see a lot with clients, at least like just like overextended, don't know what, what like how to preserve time guilt a lot of guilt if they do so much guilt yeah um and I always think like boundaries make us better like they make us healthier mm-hmm. people and taking space for yourself like there are times where we've decided to have a day at home because we've had just a crazy week we needed to be home you know and I don't mm-hmm. ever regret that choice because we're just recouping you know so we can go back and, do right. the week. and so that's a time boundary too like my goal today is to do this one thing and hang with my children that's it yeah know. totally if you can do that on the weekends right yeah Um, I feel like, I was was just saying, I feel like how I see it most often among the women that I see in my office is either extreme overwhelm or irritability. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Those Mm -hmm. are the two most, most common, I think presentations of like feeling really overextended, not having good time boundaries in Mm -hmm. place. And then what you said too about like, Hey, we need just a day at home. I think we mentioned, we touched on this last week too, but I think that's such a good thing to model for our kids too, of like, Mm -hmm. Hey, we've had an insane week. We need some time to rest. We need some time to connect, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just really making sure that you're putting that in place. And so like you're teaching your kids that it's okay to right. say no sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you do need to sometimes prioritize your own, your own yeah. rest, your own sense of care and, and protect mm-hmm. that time. I was thinking too about boundaries for our kids. Like here's another example that we actually have been thinking about lately. Um, we need to shift some things for the level of gymnastics our daughter is in. And the day that it works out is the same day as piano. And so we had to really look at that. Like, could she do both in a day? Sure. Would it be too much? Yep. Yeah. And so even in that, like, so we have to talk about what are the choices in that to reserve time so that she's not emotionally in a space that's overwhelming for her little body. Right. Because I think we could mm-hmm. push through and do all the things, but we all know it's not going to be fun. Right. And so I think yeah. even in that, like <clears throat> my child might say like, I could do both those things. piano know, and gymnastics sure. in an hour and a half. But I know that like, that's a lot of energy after a full day of school for her and Mm -hmm. it would be too much. Right. So I think even protecting time in that way, if you need to, right. If you're, if you or your kid need, need that space and it's not going to be a healthy emotional space for your family. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I think part of it is figuring out, you know, we always like to give actionable steps, right? So do mm -hmm. you want to talk a little bit about like some things to do to figure out some ways to implement time boundaries? Yeah. So I think like so much of what we talk about goes back to first, just building that awareness, right? So paying attention Mm -hmm. to what the experience of giving your time or or committing your time to whatever it is feels to you. So like, if you are in a situation where somebody asks some time of you and you say, yes, Mm -hmm. what comes up for you? What do you notice? Mm -hmm. So maybe... Maybe you say yes and you just feel that instantaneous kind of internal of like, oh, crap, (laughs) like what did I get myself into? Mm -hmm. Or you feel um, even like a sense of defeat or a sense of Mm -hmm. like it just the fact that you said yes just brings on a wave of exhaustion Mm -hmm. or you might feel tension in your body or you might feel Mm -hmm. irritation. So if anything like that comes up, I think that's really good and helpful information to just Mm -hmm. pause and evaluate, okay, what is this about for me? Like, am I overcommitted right now? Is this somebody that I like, you know, isn't really an emotionally or psychologically safe person for me? And now I just Mm -hmm. said yes to them. Mm -hmm. And just get really curious about what that reaction is about. Now, on the other hand, if you say yes, and you feel excited or you feel a sense of, you know, like optimism or motivation or, or even if you just feel neutral, like Mm -hmm. all of those things are very, um, informative of sort of how your nervous system and, um, all of that is responding to the fact that you just said yes. And so I think like really, it might even be helpful just to take a week and just do an experiment of when you, number one, when somebody asks for something of you that takes time Mm -hmm. and you respond affirmatively, yeah, I'm going to do that just mm-hmm. paying attention, maybe even jotting down how that feels and what you notice. And then also mm-hmm. when you're giving, maybe those other things where you're just giving your time because you have to, um, or because because you're committed to or whatever, how does it feel when you're doing those things? How does it feel when you're, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're, you're kind of following through on those commitments? Because that could be good information too, about ways you might need to scale back on some commitments. Mm-hmm. If there are things yeah. that are just bringing up just those uncomfortable yeah. emotions and sensations for you. So I think that's a really good place to start. Um, and also just evaluating how much time do you actually give to the things that you you want to, or yeah. that you you want to do, or that are things that take good care of you um, or that mm-hmm. facilitate even those four areas that we've talked so much about the, you know, your physical health, your emotional health, mm-hmm. your relational and your spiritual health. How much time are you, are you giving to those things? I- Um, And if there's a real, if there's a really big imbalance there between the time that you're giving to those things that are important to you and that you would like to be prioritizing and how you're actually committing your time, then I think that's really good information to pause and evaluate if there are some shifts that you can make. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to be real about the fact that sometimes there, there are things that we can't get out of, or there are things that Mm -hmm. we can't say no to, that we are, we are obligated to, or we are committed to, or they just fall within our responsibilities. And so I want to be very real about that. But a lot of times this stuff is self-inflicted, you know, mm-hmm. like the cross, like yeah. not having good boundaries and feeling overextended mm-hmm. is self-inflicted. So I think that's a good place to start and building like that awareness. Would you add anything to that? I think just going back to the window of tolerance, you know, and so we talk about that a lot, but I think like, do, does my yes feel connected or disconnected? Mm-hmm. You know, because like, if I say yes to something and let's say, let's like the example I gave earlier, like it's a life-giving situation, but waking up that morning, I knew like, if I do this, I'm going to be more disconnected, I need space for myself alone in the way that I can get it today. Right. So like, yeah. if that makes sense. So like where like something you're obligated to is not going to feel like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in a sense honoring myself or it's life-giving or connecting back to myself. It's like, I have to do this. Like it's that little you're yeah. talking about. Right. So right. I think, like, if it feels like calm and connected, it's probably okay. If it feels like mm-hmm. dysregulating, like you feel like on edge or irritable or hyperactive or hypervigilant or hypovigilant, or you just want to shut down at the thought of it, like all of those things are communicating that mm-hmm. it might not be the best thing today and that's okay. And I think part yeah. of it is like you can give yourself permission to not do it. It's okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then also while you're experimenting, yeah. try saying no and see how that feels. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, we've alluded to this, but I think it's important to note that if you're not somebody who's practiced boundaries previously, Mm -hmm. it's going to feel, it's not going to feel good initially when you set that boundary. It's going to feel really uncomfortable. Like Mm -hmm. that's why, that's why we see so many people struggling with guilt because Mm -hmm. there is that idea that like, we should, we should do these things. We should say, yes, we mm-hmm. should give our time, you know? So mm-hmm. it, it's not going to feel good initially if that's been yeah. true for you, but it's one of those things that it, it's a, an investment. And so like mm-hmm. the more you invest in yourself and in your, and in setting those boundaries, you're going to get a return on it. And it, over time, yeah. it's going to feel better. It's going to feel like you have that space. So I think like just paying attention to how that feels, if you say no, and notice like what, what comes up in your thoughts when you are feeling mm-hmm. guilty? Because I think a lot of times our emotions are informed by the way that we're thinking about whatever the yeah. situation is. And so that might give you some good things to like, just kind of target and pay attention to in your own self work. Like mm-hmm. what what are you noticing um, in the ways that you're thinking about these situations that you're feeling guilty over? So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and, and fo- then following through, like just kind of accepting that guilt's going to be a part of it, but then following through on holding that line. If you've laid, if you, have you know, if you've mm-hmm. laid one down and then how does that feel like bigger picture when you follow through on that boundary and when you, um, uh, like get some of that time back, what is that like mm-hmm. for you? And how does that, how does that shift the relationship to whomever you're telling them? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's the other side of it too. Like notice what you're saying yes to how that feels and then try saying no to something. And, you know, it can have a low entry point, right? Like it can be mm-hmm. something that's not super critical that you try saying no to first to make it a little bit more tolerable, but then notice what comes up when you do that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, oh, go ahead. No, oh, no, go ahead. I should say, so as far as like um, ways to actually um, preserve your time are, are actional steps to, actionable steps to, um, practice time boundaries. I think first really evaluating where your time is going is a great place mm-hmm. to start. Mm-hmm. But then also like, um, deciding like how much time do you need to give to your family and how much time do you need to give to yourself? How much time do you need for rest? How much time do you want to give generously to other people or to like other commitments and that sort of thing? Um, and then learning the power of saying, saying no, mm-hmm. which I think we're going to mm-hmm. do a, like a mini-sode on assertive, like assertive communication, because yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's so hard for, so it's so hard for some people to say no. It's, so, it's hard for a lot of people to say no. And so how do we do that in a way that's, you know, that's assertive, that's, that's direct so that people don't, aren't left guessing what exactly what sure. we're thinking and feeling, mm-hmm. but also is respectful and helpful in, mm-hmm. um, like facilitating or prioritizing the relationship. So um, I think that's, that's something, I think that's going to be an important piece of this, but, but just clearly communicating it. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't commit to that right now because things are really overwhelming or Mm -hmm. I think you and I mentioned previously, I think maybe even in the self-care series that we were getting hit up for interviews on other podcasts, Mm -hmm. which is something that we would absolutely love to do the only available times were during our work weeks and it just wasn't feasible for us to Mm -hmm. try to cushion a a, uh, an interview Mm -hmm. in the middle of our work days Mm -hmm. when we have very different schedules and all of that and so we had to say no Mm -hmm. during that particular season that's not going to always be the case but during that particular season we had to say no like oh we really want to come on your podcast but right now we just can't we can't give that time um because Mm -hmm. things are nuts right (laughs) And generally speaking, people will understand, even if they're disappointed. Mm -hmm. And again, going back to what we keep saying, if they don't understand, Mm -hmm. that's just good information. But even in that example, we had to both separately say no, right? Like you had to look at your schedule. It didn't work. And then you bounce it to me and it didn't work for me. And there was kind of like a, I don't know, like a. A bonding, I guess if you will, of like the disappointment that we had to say no, right? Like yeah because we wanted to say yes, but there was a definitely an understanding of both of the schedule you know the schedule we have in the, this this stage of this season, right? like that we just mm-hmm. couldn't. And so I think it's interesting because I think that's such a good example of like when you're in a space of having people who support you, then mm-hmm. it, it's easier to have a no because you feel supported. And I think I think that's one of the things I see with clients a lot are like some of the barriers are being around people who don't support them. Or yeah. like maybe give them like, like maybe a passive aggressive back or even aggressive back or like fight them on their boundaries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're like, and you have a partner who's like not supportive and it doesn't back you in those boundaries, especially family boundaries. Like people are not on the same page and that's really, really tricky. You know, if it's like, yeah, you know, your, your partner's like, you know, parents and you have a certain feeling about them and they don't agree with you. And you're not on the same page. Like that's some really, really tricky stuff. And so I think Mm -hmm. part of it is figuring out who your supports are. So you have like that validation as you're processing the the necessity of boundaries, right? And I think too, just see a few, I think a few like tangible examples about the holidays. Like it doesn't always have to be a like, this is what we're doing because we're drawing a boundary. (laughs) It can be like, so we have two hours available on this day or this day, which one would you like, right? Right? And um, four to six works great and then you, you have something at six, you have to get back to, even if that's like a movie night with your family. Like, so it gives you kind of like concrete spaces of like, this is what I can do. Um, and nobody gets to tell you what you can and cannot do, you know, like Mm -hmm. if that's Mm -hmm. what works best for you. So I think there's ways to implement them that don't feel like going back to some of that healthy communication. Don't, don't feel like you're trying to be threatening or difficult. Like you're just letting them know, like, we have two hours this year to say what would you rather This is, what, this is what I can do this is what I can do. This is what I can do. Like I'd love to see yep. you. This is what works, right? But I think even like I've done things before where I I think I've talked to us in the podcast before, where I've called somebody on the way home because I know I have 15 minutes. Because mm-hmm. I know I have 15 minutes. And I'll say something like, Hey, I have 15 minutes. i want to give you a call real quick before I, you know, before I as I'm hitting the road before I get into the house. And then when I pull up, I say like, oh, I just pulled up. I'm gonna let you go. I, I just wanna greet my family, not on my phone. And it's interesting because, like, I'm not saying I'm setting this boundary for 15 minutes. I don't have more than 15 minutes because you're somebody who is kind of hard. <laughs> I'm saying I have 15 minutes here's what I can do. And so it's interesting because, like, the the tone of that feels very different, and you're still honoring yourself in the way you need, while also kind of connecting with people that are important, you know? Right. Well, yeah, it, like so, it is how you say it makes such a difference. Like in in oh, the one so example, you're you're communicating a restriction. Right. I only have 15 minutes. And in the other example, you're communicating what you can give. Yeah. So I have 15, I have 15 minutes to connect what's going on, you know? Yeah. And so like that, just, just kind of like toying with the language, not only just the language, but how we think about it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, so are you thinking about it? Like, Oh, I only have those 15 minutes and that creates tension and stress. Or are you thinking like, I have 15 minutes and this is what I'm willing to give. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so I think that can help both in like our own, mm-hmm. our own kind of digestion of how we're navigating boundaries and relationships. And it also helps whoever's receiving that from us to hear, Hey, I can give you 15 minutes versus mm-hmm. the, the alternative. So I think, I think yeah. how, like the language we use Absolutely. is really important yeah. and how we're thinking about it is really important, yeah. how we're framing it in our own minds. And so I think that's a really good example. Yeah. Because if I choose that 15 minutes, I'm choosing that 15 minutes nobody's making me do it. Right. So like, is yeah. super important. And it's usually some like, I really care about you, but I only have this capacity. Right. So I think to like, um, you know, like, just protecting our time is so important. Especially mm-hmm. like, life is so busy. And most people are our working people. And most of our listeners are moms, right. And so it is just like, time is precious. There's just not much of it. Right. And so I also mm-hmm. think like, we want you to we want you to live a life you want <laughs> and not think right. like you're always at the mercy of somebody else, you know? And so I think yeah. that like they feel kind of icky at first. And then people adjust and then mm-hmm. eventually you do. And it feels like I think we said this last week, like if I'm saying yes to you, I'm saying no to me and I'm not willing to say no to me anymore. Like I'm not willing right. to avail right. I need to make sure you're happy. And that sounds yeah. that sounds not kind. But you know what I'm saying, like make sure like you're good at the sake of, of me not being good. I don't think that's right? unkind. I think that's, I think that's reasonable. Like it yeah. is always a choice. If you're saying yes yeah. to something or to someone you're saying no to something else or to somebody else. Yeah. And yeah. so sometimes we have to say no to ourselves, right? We do. We, do. we yeah. have to yeah. prioritize showing up for other people, but when yeah. we're always saying no to ourselves, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. when it's a problematic yeah. and that's when it's yeah. becoming it, that's where that overwhelm comes in, that irritability yep. comes in, that resentment. Yeah. Comes in. And so again, like those clues, those emotional mm-hmm. clues of like, if you're experiencing those things, it's time to evaluate how are you spending your time mm-hmm. and what are you giving to all the things around you and the people mm-hmm. around you and where do yeah. you maybe need to make some changes and set some boundaries. But mm-hmm. I just want to say to you, like, it doesn't mean that you have to just withdraw from everything or you can't do things yeah. anymore, but maybe it just looks like how much time you give. Maybe it's not a total mm-hmm. no, maybe that's the time boundary of like, Hey, yeah, I would love to help with this, but here's what I can give. Does that mm-hmm. work for you? Right. Mm-hmm. So let's say, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking of an example of like somebody help asking you to help on a project or something at your kid's school or something, you know? So like, Oh yeah, that sounds like a great, something I really want to be involved in, but I'm really strapped for time right now here's what I can do.
1: <laughs> Does mm-hmm. that work for you? Yeah. You
0: can slip it on a yeah. paper across the table from them. If yeah. Available. Yeah. Good. Too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like I, we said this last week that boundaries can always change, right? You could have a time yes. boundary with somebody and feel like maybe really well. And so you may want to try a little bit longer next time and it might be terrible. And so you pull back or it might be great. And so you're willing to engage in a different way. And so I think that like, they're just things that keep us safe. Right. And so You're just protecting your own emotion and your own um, like emotional mental health by having boundaries. So you get to decide what that looks like depending on season of life and the people you're involved with and all the things. Right. But even in healthy relationships, like there's boundaries because my relationship with you has nothing to do. Like my boundaries really with you have nothing to do with you. They have to do with my capacity, period. (laughs) You know, so like if my kids are sick all week, I might say no to the coffee date, but I'll do a phone call. You know what I mean? And so I think Mm -hmm. that like, that has nothing to do because you know we have a healthy relationship and are very close, but it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the space I'm in, and I think that's okay. Like sometimes we just only have so much capacity for time, depending on what's happening that week, and the next week is better, you know. So I think yeah, there's always room to get curious with that and to move around with that because I think people feel like it's very black and white. And like I, I was thinking about um, some of the conversations I've had in the last couple of weeks in the office about the upcoming holiday and do I have people in my house? And I love, I love when clients ask me what to do, because I'll never tell a client what to do, but like, what do you think I should do? And then the question back, mm-hmm. I asked, well, how does that feel to you? How does mm-hmm. it feel to you to have a window of having these people in your home? Like, does that feel better to you than if you were to go there? Would you have space to regulate if you needed to? Does it feel like what would happen if you didn't do it at all? And so like just talking through all those kind of critical thinking mm-hmm. around all of the options, you know? Um, But I think that's why like giving yourself permission to do what's best as is- completely okay you know because next Mm -hmm. year might feel different so they're just important every boundary is important but no you know no one's going to give you your time back if you give it away and you wish you had it you know right and time goes so fast it does go so fast you know. like especially Mm -hmm. especially I don't know I'm in a season of life where I'm just really aware of how fast time's Mm -hmm. going like with my kids and stuff Mm -hmm. and so what I what I may want to prioritize now is going to look different than yep. it will in like four to yeah. six years. Right. Yeah. So, so, uh, you know, just paying attention to your season of life, life. And I think mm-hmm. going back to the awareness piece, like we do have to check in, we have to continue to check yeah. in with ourselves yeah. because our needs do change and they do fluctuate depending on mm-hmm. where we're at in our our season of life. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, we just kind of, again, I want to take us back to those four areas and checking in with ourself, mm-hmm. ourselves and going back to sort of like that react, uh, preventative or reactive self care. Cause if yeah. we're, if we're, if we're kind of using all of this together, mm-hmm. you know, reactive yeah. or preventative self care, part of preventative self care is going to look like protecting your time mm-hmm. so that you can involve yourself with your relationships and spiritually and mm-hmm. take care of your emotional health and take care of your body. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's, those four areas are such a helpful guide in, mm-hmm knowing what to prioritize and what's going to feel good to you and then managing your time in a way that, that, that becomes your priorities. Mm -hmm. Um, and just keeping in and keeping that all in awareness and how it's feeling to you and what season of life you're in and being flexible and open. If that changes, Mm -hmm. those needs change. Yeah. 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 Any other thoughts? I'm just thinking about how by this time, by the time we release this episode, we'll be like just a week out from Thanksgiving. And so I just want to, I just want to kind of acknowledge that, that like, you know, we're going, we're doing this series at this time of year because we're moving into the holidays. And so we just want to acknowledge that like for many people, we're going into some of those family dynamics that can feel challenging. And I think that this is a, such a great opportunity to practice. Mm -hmm. How do I, how do I manage my time on this holiday in a way that yeah. feels like I'm showing up in my family relationships the way that mm-hmm. I want to, but I'm also honoring myself and my limits. And so I think it's a perfect time to like yeah. you know, really think yeah. about this and implement this mm-hmm. and work on starting to kind of figure out where those lines need to be. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I want to mention about that is, since next week is Thanksgiving, we are actually going to take a week off. We, we are. have not taken a single week off this entire year. We did one week off. An one episode. Week, okay. We took recently, one whole week. Recent yes, but yes. recently. Yeah, very yeah. recently. So um we're taking a week off, people. And so we hope you all have a wonderful holiday. Well, not the whole holiday season, but a wonderful Thanksgiving yeah. uh break, whether you celebrate that or not. Um hopefully mm-hmm. at least it's a couple of days off from the routine and it feels restorative and restful and gives you an opportunity to prioritize your time around the things that are important to you yeah yeah so we'll see you the week after thanksgiving and then we'll be talking about um energy boundaries energy boundaries yeah Yeah. another important Mm -hmm. another important thing yeah all right well until then take care we love you (laughs) and uh happy thanksgiving we're grateful for you see you next time